Melanie knew she was supposed to stay away from the door to the basement. Daddy and Mommy had made that very clear with more than one time out, more than one trip to bed early without dinner, and even more than one spanking. The problem, though, lay in one thing and one thing alone. It's nearly impossible to be seven years old and curious without doing something to satisfy that curiosity. Of course, Nanny Carla didn't understand it at all. Why do you want to go down into the wine cellar? There's nothing but bottles, she'd said. But if it's only bottles, Mommy and Daddy won't say not to get there. The idea that bottles themselves would be enough never occurred to her. And even when Nanny Carla said to just go and play, the thoughts remained in her head for more than just a little while as the day wore on. Her stuffed animals offered her no entertainment, and for some reason she couldn't hear the voices of her dolls like she usually would when she played tea party. There was no helping it. She had to see the cellar. Sure, she'd get a spanking, but it was the only way. It never occurred to her that she wouldn't be caught. Still in that peculiar stage when a child believes her parents have powers akin to God in discovering misbehavior. She couldn't do it right away because her parents would be home in minutes and would surely interrupt her or stop her. She didn't mind the inevitable punishment, but she couldn't risk they would put a lock on the door, as they had with the freezer in the pantry that held ice cream and popsicles. Instead, she had to content herself with planning to make the expedition the following morning, when Nanny Carla would clean the breakfast dishes. Daddy would leave for work, and Mommy would go to one of her ladies' auxiliary meetings. It was terrible to wait, but it was necessary. To give herself some measure of comfort, though, she went to her room and carried back two little dolls. She sat on the floor in front of the cellar door and pretended to be pretending. She recited her Isabel Isabel poem and pretended one doll was the little girl and one doll was the giant. When she asked Nanny Carla how a girl who ate Zwieback could kill a giant... Nanny Carla told her Isabel had a magic bracelet that made her brave and strong and powerful. Melanie couldn't find that in the poem, but she still let Nanny Carla put a little silver bracelet on her, and she never took it off. Instead, she listened, and she was almost certain she heard something. Was there breathing below? Or was it a draft of wind, like the gusts that sometimes blew past her open window and made the drapes float inward like ghosts, and then rush outward like they were trying to escape from her sanctuary of toys, lace, and pretty pink walls? Maybe it was nothing, but she knew that sounds meant something. Oh, sure, her mommy and daddy had told her time and time again, that she let her imagination get the better of her. But she knew some things were true. Sure, she had never seen the monster that she was so sure she heard in the closet. Every time the light went on, he was gone. So far. 
If Mommy would just come more quickly, she'd get there before the monster could disappear. Sometimes, though, she saw things. She cried out one night because a monster was knocking on her window. When Daddy came, the light revealed it was a branch from the old oak tree swaying in the wind. Daddy had a crew come and cut back the branches the next day. It wasn't a monster, but the noises meant something. There were lots of noises that were scary until she discovered they weren't monsters. Like she knew that sometimes when Mommy and Daddy went out and Nanny Carla sent her to bed, that noises came from Nanny Carla's room. Once she'd crept to the hallway and watched, but there wasn't a monster. Instead, Mr. Harper the gardener came out of the room with a guilty look on his face. <laughs> 